This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. <laughs> that was a great pause. Uh, thanks, thanks. Um, yeah, why are we talking about honey? This was a listener suggestion. It was a listener suggestion. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, honey is really fun to taste. Because it's so complex and so varied. Yeah. You know, you can, it's very easy to round up four or five different honeys that are going to taste completely different. It won't cost very much. It'll be fun. So I guess we should emphasize here that we are going beyond the plastic squeezy bear. Really? (laughs) I was hoping we would. Do you have a, do you have a honey bear? I don't. Uh, No. Kid, I I loved those. I know. I, is there a point uh, when you're a honey maker that you like you get fancy and you start putting your honey in glass jars and you're like I don't do the I'm bear too good thing for the anymore? Honey bear, maybe they should all come in bears. Come on, the bears are generally clover honey, right? Yeah. And that's what we think of in the states as sort of our our baseline basic honey, right? Yeah, and it's you know it's mild in flavor. It's not bad. Uh, does it come from the flowers of like clover, clover, clover? I assume it comes from the flowers of clover, clover. You know, the, the little white kind of ball-shaped flowers, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Well, there's certainly a lot of that out right. there. So so it stands to reason there would be a lot of clover honey. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to get it uh, on my peanut butter and honey sandwiches, which I think we may have talked about before, maybe on the peanut butter episode. I think maybe so. Maybe so. So I just want to make sure that I'm clear on something. Okay. When, when we're talking about different types of honey, as we're going to be doing a lot here today, the the difference between honeys comes from the difference in where the bees are getting their nectar. Right. So like a lemon honey doesn't mean it has lemon juice or lemon zest or lemon extract in the honey. It It, means... That the bees were getting nectar from the flowers of a a lemon tree. Yeah. And I assume this isn't an exact science that, uh, you know, you can put the hives near the thing you want the bees to feast on. And mostly that's where they'll get the nectar from. But probably there's a little bit of other stuff in there too. What's the... What is the nectar? 
You mean, what, why do plants make nectar? Well, yeah, so it's almost like a... So the flower has a little nectary, like a little, uh, you know... Come is it really in. called a nectary? Yeah, it's really called a nectary. Wow, it's like, like a creamery. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, uh, so you know, like the flower's like, hey, hey, baby, bee, baby, come here, come here and get my, get some nectar. Uh, and the, bee, ne- and the bee's like, okay, because bees aren't very smart. Uh, and, uh, and so the bee goes in for the nectar uh, while getting the nectar, pollinates the flower... And then the bee this takes... This is great. This is like... Uh, birds and the bees. That's that's what it is. Yeah. So the bees have this nectar mm-hmm. in their stomachs. Yep. If bees have stomachs, I think yep. they do. Well, they don't carry little buckets. <laughs> and then they take it back to the hive. And is it true that what we, what we call honey is actually bee vomit? Well, I mean, think of it. Okay. Think about it this way. They've got the nectar in their stomachs. There are only two ways it's going to come out. Which would you prefer? So, okay, okay, but hold on. So, so why... I don't understand the, the insect digestive system at all. So why don't vegans eat honey? Because it seems like, you know, bees like to do this. Bees... They eat, they, they eat the nectar. They go puke it up. It's what they do. So... Uh, but, but, they're, but they're not making the honey with us in mind. They're not... <laughs> no, they're planning to eat it later. Oh, it's like, like over you know, the winter. Right. You know, they're, it's like th- it's their root cellar, and we just broke in and stole all their turnips. <laughs> Only way tastier. And so they store it in honeycombs. Right. And then they uh, um, later in the year, they break up the honeycombs. They put them <laughs> in cereal boxes <laughs> <laughs> and sell them to General Mills. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh wow how many people on this show have a biology degree <laughs> one two two hey wow all right okay okay um, uh yeah so so bee vomit it's it's delicious and we we call it honey rather than bee vomit <laughs> or, um, or you call it Honey. <laughs> okay, yes. See, we we uh, we realized that we had no idea how honey was actually made, so we went to Wikipedia and I typed in honey, except it came out honey. I typed in H-O-E-N-Y, which was funny to start with, and then Wikipedia said, did you mean horny? <laughs> it knows you so well. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. Uh, so, All right. um... <laughs> All right, so let's let's taste these. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, is there anything, did, before we taste, is there anything else, like, what do you do with honey other than just put it on bread? So I have a couple things that I do with honey. To be mm-hmm. honest, I don't do a lot with honey. Yeah. I either put honey in hot water with lemon when I'm sick. Oh, sure, sure, of course. Yeah, that's, like, kind of my number one use for honey. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely do that, too. Or I put it in peppermint tea. Also. Yeah, yeah. I also put it um, in oatmeal. I really like the flavor yeah. of honey with oats. I know that sounds revolutionary. Yeah. Nobody's ever thought of that before. Uh, I like I like honey nut Cheerios. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I like I like Greek yogurt uh, with granola and uh, and honey, especially a dark honey like uh, like a couple of the ones we're about to be tasting. Um, I sometimes I do grade B maple syrup. Sometimes I do honey. Either way, it's great. Yeah, I think I, I've done it both ways with Greek yogurt, <laughs> too. <laughs> and I, I think there is something really special about about the the tangy flavor of yogurt with honey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, but I was also going to yeah. say that um, a couple of the honeys we're going to be tasting today would also <laughs> would also be delicious with cheese. 
yeah, in a, in a yeah, savory preparation. So we should definitely, you know, be sure to give a nod in that direction. Ha- have you ever had, and this is not going to be another cereal joke, um, have you ever had served or had at home like an actual piece of honeycomb um, that you can spread on bread or eat with cheese and you eat the wax of the honeycomb and everything? No, but I know that you have because I've seen it on your counter. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about it, Matthew? <laughs> I just I just remembered that, honestly. I uh, I wrote an article about honey for, for a newspaper. Uh, we'll they let link. you write it when you were so knowledgeable. <laughs> well, I, they had an editor, so when I turned it in and it said "honey," she corrected it. <laughs> um, so I, so yes, yeah, so you can you can buy a chunk of honeycomb with the honey in it. Uh, like stolen directly from the bees. Uh, they're like, "Hey, come back here!" Uh, and you can, and you can. Uh, it's really great if it's good quality honey. You know, you you slice off a thin slice of this honeycomb and you just kind of spread it, wax and all, on bread. And the the wax is not at all unpleasant to eat. It's uh, it's got a creamy texture. It doesn't taste like chewing on a Yankee candle. <laughs> I was gonna say, or you could save all the wax and turn it into a candle and sell it at a craft fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I I mean, if the bees can regurgitate, this is all covered in my article. (laughs) All about Honey. (laughs) Have you seen that Honey 2012 video? (laughs) Okay, let's taste these. All right, please, and let's do this cheese tasting style. Because what we need now is more sugar. Let's do okay. this cheese tasting style, most mild to most pungent. Okay, great. Okay. I think that we should start with the lemon flower honey. It really? Is that, is that the most mild? I have no preconceived notion of lemon honey. I so think, let's I think try we could it. go either way. We could either start with the clover honey, Northwest clover, or this French uh, lemon flower. Let's start with the Northwest clover because I feel it's, it's sort of... Uh, it's our baseline. Really. It's the baseline, right. Okay. Great. Okay, I'm going to stick my finger in it. Okie doke. That 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 is baseline honey. It totally is. Mm-hmm. It tastes like it could have come right out of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does the bear do in the honey making process? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Taste the <laughs> right. lemon flower honey. <clears throat> Did you just drop bunny in your lap? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, I love that. Hmm. It's uh, it's got slightly less, slightly less funkiness. I mean, yeah. it's strange to call clover honey funky because it's not. But the lemon honey is very delicate. It has, you know, it does. It doesn't have like the 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 base notes of the clover honey. We're gonna get all wine tasty here, aren't we? Yeah. It's, it's got. Mm-hmm. It's the lemon honey is much brighter. Uh, you know, it's very clean. Uh, it's it's you know sort of a riesling of honeys. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you right now. Um, hey, I was going to say, while we're tasting these mild honeys, yes. I, I just want to mention my very favorite kind of um, interesting honey uh, that I unfortunately don't have any here for us to taste today. It's a, it's acacia honey, which I just learned, again, from Wikipedia, <laughs> is, not, is not actually from an acacia shrub. It is from a false acacia called black locust. I know you're all wondering. Whoa, wait, did you just say black <laughs> locust? Yeah. Uh, so it's like a like a Norwegian black metal band. That's, that'd be awesome. Let's yeah. Let's can, can let's have we... band practice after this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, acacia honey is really really light in color, even lighter than this lemon flower honey we're looking at. I've never seen it crystallize. Um. It, it stays really nice and runny. It is so mild and so 
floral. It is uh, it is just incredible. And I had it for the first time um, when at David Leibovitz's suggestion. Okay. Thank you, David Leibovitz. I went to this little shop in Paris um, that he said had wonderful honey. I hate and- you so much right now. <laughs> Anyway, and the, the, but you're, you're going to hate me a little less when you see All what right. a fool I made of myself. Okay, good. So the guy who's working in the shop is like, oh, you have to taste this acacia honey. And for some reason in my head, I Except thought... Except in France, they pronounce it honey. <laughs> Sorry. In my head, I looked at the word acacia and thought, oh, obviously, that's French for clover. And so <laughs> I said to him, in French, of course, I'm like, oh, that's like normal honey in the States. I mean, that's no, I'm not that interested in tasting the acacia uh. honey. And he looks at me and he's like, that is not normal honey. <laughs> I was totally getting schooled. Anyway, he made me taste it. And sure enough, it that was... That is not normal honey. It, it was really, really special, very floral, delicate honey. So if you ever see some acacia honey available for sale... Buy it. And it, will, you, it will probably be spendy, but it will be worth it. So I assume you didn't bring it because you ate it all and I can't have any? Yep. When it's in the house, I acacia honey is one of the few honeys that I can't stop eating. It is so wonderful. What's Tupelo honey? A Van Morrison song. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's taste this chestnut honey, shall Ooh, we? Yes. So I feel like this is kind of the, the trendy honey. Is it? Um, maybe it's actually a little like 2004, really. Yeah. Um, people like to put this on cheese. <laughs> I wrote an article about honey, and I don't know what the trendy honey is. Okay. So uh, this is actually, um, I, I bought this the day that I was schooled on acacia honey. Um, oh, did you feel so bad that you had to buy like six honeys? Yeah, that's exactly what oh, happened. Oh, wow. So um, so I bought this one. It's from a producer in, in Brittany, I think. Anyway, it's a really beautiful amber color. Ooh, there is so much going on in there. Whoa. It really has like a nut flavor to it. It really does. It uh, Savory. It, it, tastes, it tastes like, like if, uh, you know, like a, a really cooked down molasses-y kind of mm-hmm. flavor to mm-hmm. it. But it's not. It's just like right out of the hive. It would be really delicious with like, uh, I don't know, maybe a goat cheese or like kind of a aged cow's milk cheese. It'd be great on a peanut butter and honey sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyway, so that's chestnut honey. You know, our last two honeys are pretty funky. I don't really really know. Smell this one. This next one is another French honey. It's a heather honey. Yeah, that that to me has uh, it, it smells a lot like buckwheat honey. It's got uh, it's kind of medicinal, kind of uh, n- sort of a natural remedy store kind of smell. <laughs> yeah, whoa, that really tastes like a natural remedy. Whoa, I don't like it at I all. I don't like it either. I bought it well, not only because I I, I was being shamed, but um, also because a friend of mine had told me that Your she friend really- Heather had told me that she really loved Heather honey. And so I bought it and, you know, thought I would love it too. And I don't love it. I feel like it... Um... It, it tastes like, you know, have, have you ever inadvertently or, uh, you know, eaten a part of a plant that wasn't really meant to be eaten? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it and... tastes like it's supposed to warn you of poison? Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> I'm going to say thumbs down on Heather. Sorry, I don't Heather. think it's that bad. I just think it tastes very medicinal and healthy. Yeah. All right. Maybe this buckwheat will be better. Okay. God, let's hope so. I do like that better. Oh, that, that is so strange, though, too. I mean, that is a really funky, funky honey. Yeah, and buckwheat is, is definitely known for being the funkiest of the 
relatively easy to find honeys, I think. It's really dark. Uh, it's got a super complex, uh, almost sort of meaty flavor. It's really interesting because when you get into these really sort of esoteric honeys, the buckwheat or the heather or whatever, it almost, um, you know, if I were to taste it blindfolded, I wouldn't know that it was a honey. I might think that it was some sort of a molasses type right. thing. Uh, or some other sort of grain sweetener. One place that I've had buckwheat honey that was really good is at uh, Poppy Restaurant in Seattle. Um, they do these crispy eggplant fries with buckwheat honey, mm-hmm. just kind of like and a, just the right amount of salt. Yeah, and, and you know, just a little bit of honey drizzled on, uh, so it, so it sort of coats the fry, but it's still crispy. It's a great, uh, great juxtaposition because because these funky honeys they're, they're they don't taste very sweet and they can go really well with savory things you know that reminds me of, of another eggplant honey pairing that i really love my friend olaya introduced me to the pairing of eggplant honey green olives like a really good green olive oh. and goat cheese and that is a really exceptional flavor combination, whether you do it on a sandwich or maybe you take just like a grilled piece of um, of eggplant and kind of just like layer that on top of it. That is like as Mediterranean as you can get. It is so delicious. Really, really good. All right. Hey, so if you were going to put one of these in your tea, which one would you put in your tea? Ooh, I think probably the lemon. Yeah. Yeah. I think the lemon is the closest to being sort of a general sweetener. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I mean, to reiterate, it doesn't taste like lemon at all. No. Glad we covered that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really glad you played that up. <laughs> All right. Um, so. But what's what's your favorite, like, you know, just if you were going to stick your finger in one and lick it, which one would you stick your finger back in? You know, the more I ate of the buckwheat, the more I enjoyed it. But yeah. I, I, I would say of these, I, I tend to like light honeys. I'm, I'm kind of kind of opposite you here i really like the lemon honey i I really like the chestnut i think that might be my new favorite you're so trendy yeah i'm yeah like i I like all the trendy honeys um (laughs) all right so thank you thank you to the listener who uh who suggested we uh taste a bunch of honeys um our uh our sticky fingers thank you uh find us on the web at spilledmilkpodcast.com and on facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast do you have any messages for the people, Molly? Just, you know, if you love honey, if you love us, tell people. Tell your friends. About, about honey and us. Yeah. I think your friends already know about honey. They may not know about us, though. That's true. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that's hanging out down at the Nectary trying to meet some honeys. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterbert. I have another question. Okay. What do the birds do? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.